Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us continue learning the second chapter of Mishnah's Arlo and finish this rather lengthy chapter with Mishnah Yudzayin 17 before moving on to Paragimel Mishnah Aleph. Basar Kachikachim and Basar Kachim Kalim. You have Basar of meat that's Kachikachim, holy of holies, and Kachim Kalim that's a lighter holiness. That is to say, when you have Karbanos in the base of Migdash the sacrifices, so there are different levels of, tum- uh, of, of Kedusha that the meat has. Something that is kachim, that is the holiest, can only be consumed by the Mizbeach, as in it can be brought as a, only totally sacrificed, or eaten by a male Kohen. Whereas Buster Kachikalim, it still has the din of Kedusha, and it, you, it has certain uh, parameters about where you're allowed to take it, and can only be consumed by someone who is Tahar. However, Tahar being pure, however, e- even a non-Kohen can eat from it, that would be your Shlomim, for, uh, or your carbon Pesach. This Basar Kachikachim and Basar Kachikalim gets mixed up with Basar Taiva. Basar Taiva is the word for, which literally means the, the, uh, the meat of, of desire, but that's just really talking about any sort of meat that's not, that's not Kodesh, as in Hulan meat. It's interesting from a, a, a Machshava perspective why we call Basar Taiva, but not for now. But that has to do with this week's Parashat, Parashat Noah. We'll leave it at that. Also, Lutameyim Umutr Lutahorim. So this meat is also for someone who's Tameh. Why? Because there's Kachi Kachim inside it. And, and there's Kachi Kalim in it. There's Kachim in it. And Kachim cannot be consumed by someone who's Tameh. Umutr Tahorim. It's Mutter to anyone who's Tahar. I one minute, even a non-Kohen, but there's Kachi Kachim in there. And the answer is going to be that we're dealing here in a case where the Kachi Kachim, the Kachim part of it, the Carbono sacrifices, are nullified. And since they're nullified, therefore, it's Mutter to someone who is Tahar. Uh, because there's Buster Taiv in there as well. Uh, actually, once we're on the topic of Parshas Noach, so just FYI, we're beginning this week the uh, Parshas Shir, learning the thought of Rabbi Salavechik. That could be found on the podcast of, of the Rabbi's podcast. Uh, my, we can look it up on Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you find your wherever you get your podcasts from. We will have that there as well, dropping this week, either Thursday or Friday. Mishnah Aleph of the third parak. Begit shetzivoh beklipi arlo. So not only can arlo. Uh, is it forbidden and prohibited to use? You're not allowed to have any sort of benefit from it, even if you man- use it for manufacturing. So let's say you take uh, uh, some sort of plant and you create a dye out of it, and that plant was Arla. So you t- you dye this shirt, let's say, with the with with the colorings which come from the Arla. Yad, look, you have to burn it, as in you cannot be used. Also, it must be burnt. This Arbacherim, what happens if this shirt then gets mixed up with all the other shirts? Kulum Yadliku Diver of Mayor. Of Mayor's of the opinion that all the shirts have to be burnt. Ah, one minute, didn't we don't we know there's a concept of bitl barov of nullification? Why don't we just say that shirt is bottle nullified to the other shirts? The answer is, as our mayor, that here's another principle when it comes to nullification. We've learned many so far. A Dover Chashiv, something that's important, cannot be nullified. Which again makes a lot of sense. It's not gonna say, let's say you have a diamond ring and it gets mixed up with uh, a bunch of pennies. No one's going to say that, oh, the diamond ring's nullified in the uh, thousand pennies. It's so important, you're not going to want it to be nullified, just not nullified. And therefore, things that are important are mayors of the opinion that a shirt's considered important. One of the ways you know it's important is because you count them separately. They're counted individually, therefore they have a, their own unique identity. And since it's, impo- it's important, it cannot be nullified. Hence, if your shirt that is has a dye of Arla in it gets mixed up with, all, with 10 or 15 or 30 other shirts or 100 other shirts, all of them have to be burnt. Now, what happens if you're able to remove the dye without burning the shirt? So that too is, is permitted. That too is a way, an effective way of ridding the shirt of the Arla. But generally, uh, generally, once you dye clothing, it's very hard to get rid of the dye, and that's why the only recourse is to burn it. The Chum say, no, this shirt 
is prohibited until it's nullified 1 in 200, because that's, as we said, that's the nullification point for Arlo, 1 in 200, because they're going to have the opinion, we'll see later on in this Masechta, uh, I believe uh, Mishnah Zion, that a Dover Chashev has to be something that's very large, and a, and a shirt, a baggage is not considered a Dover Chashev, therefore it could be nullified at the standard rate of 1 in 200. I wish you all a wonderful day.